What is up, guys? Will here from RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. Coming at you today to talk about why networking is a complete fucking waste of your time. And I'm sorry, I'm a little pissed off for this one. Because when I think about shit like this, I just flash back to when I was getting started in the corporate world, you know, 13 years ago, and I'm wearing clothes that are two sizes too big and I'm reading books on retirement plan I'm reading you know whatever I think I'm supposed to be reading okay I'm I'm interested in investing I'm interested in making a lot of money in the stock market so I'm reading a fucking textbook called security analysis by Ben Graham uh, you know completely off the mark for what actually is going to get you ahead in life and that a lot of that was because you know there was barely anything on the internet back then i'm 33 now you know the internet was useless for practical knowledge until you know the last decade or so and you know i it, it really set me back not having this information available when i was younger but you guys have a different problem you have too much fucking information and every one of these goddamn sites BuzzFeed or Business Insider or one of these shitty article mills is going to have a million articles on networking and how to network and you need to network by some nobody who got paid $60 for that article and they're going to tell you that this is important and blah, 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 blah. And you're going to read the business books and the, the generic shitty business books are going to tell you why you need to network and, and all this stuff. Reality, guys, is a complete fucking waste of time, okay? And it's just... Another one of these things that I spent a lot of time doing and got zero fucking results for, you know. Half the reason I started this site was just to tell you guys what not to do. You know, I'm, I was looking back around my 30th birthday and I was thinking, man, I wish I had known all this stuff when I was 19, 20. And that was at least half the inspiration for for my site and for what I want to tell you guys because I feel that I f I remember being that guy. I remember, you know, wearing my big, you know, what what felt like my big brother's suit, going on these sales calls, feeling like a little boy in grown ups clothes. I remember it. I remember it very fucking clearly, guys, and I'll never forget it. And that's why I'm always going to be giving you guys the truth on this shit. Okay, so I'm a little riled up for this one, but. I really want you to understand that that the networking, the whole thing is a waste of time because there's only one metric for measuring your effective in business that actually fucking matters, and it is money in your bank account, okay? Not job offers, not potential partnerships, not potential deals, cold, hard, motherfucking cash in your wallet. Okay, a potential partnership is no better than a potential hand job. If you can't close it, it doesn't fucking count. Okay, you can't pay your rent with potential because potential is worthless. And in business, cash is king. When we're talking about cash, I want to tell you exactly how many dollars have been added to my bank account from all my networking efforts in the last 33 years of my life. You ready? Zero fucking dollars, not one single dollar has been added to my bank account from all of my networking efforts combined. From conferences, 
to startup drinks, to social media, to socialite parties, to joining the fucking Freemasons, okay? Not a single one of these things has put a dollar in my bank account. Instead, all of my networking efforts have actually cost me money, and I don't even want to think about how much money I spent on it because that's going to get me even more riled up, okay? If something costs you money, it's a hobby, not a business, and if you're poor, you don't have time for hobbies, how, how can you justify wasting your precious time and your precious money without a return on your investment? Okay, you can't. Not if you're serious. But I get it. All right, You're on a mission. You want to make things happen. You want to get ahead. You're hungry for it. And everyone's telling you networking is the thing to do. And you think, okay, i got to get out there and mingle. I'm a bit nervous, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to go to these events. I'm going to, I'm going to meet some like-minded guys. I'm going to get away from my loser friends who don't have anything going on. I get it. I was there too. I read the books. You know, I, I thought that was the thing to do. If you meet enough good people, good things will happen. Right? Wrong. Okay? Not how it works in real life. Not even close. Okay, here's why, and I'm going to break it down for you by specific events. And the first, the first type of event I want to break down for you is the networking groups. You know, it'll be the the entrepreneurs meetup or whatever. These are not a good use of your time for the very fact that they let you join. Okay, that should be your first warning sign. If it's easy to get in, do you think that anyone worthwhile is going to be there? You know, are decision makers, guys with access to real money, going to be going to these networking groups? Fuck no. Not not even close. These guys are getting hounded all day by hungry salesmen, and the last thing they want to do is go to a place where they're going to be subjected to more of the same. Okay, the truth is, you're not going to find successful guys at networking events. You're going to find other guys like you pretending to be successful, handing out 40 business cards a night with the tailored suit and the trendy haircut, you know, projecting or trying to project an image of a guy who's successful and got a lot of things going and, and can talk a good game. The truth is these guys are racking up the debt month by month trying to maintain that image. And I know what I'm talking about because I was one of these guys with the suit and the haircut and the verbal game and you know you're talking about everything's going great you're in debt your your bank accounts depleted every month and you're thinking man i just got you're putting on the brave face you're you're selling it from top to bottom but trust me no good looking guy who's well dressed under 30 has any kind of money or any kind of connections unless he's a trust fund kid He's just like you. He's acting the part, okay? It's the old guys in bad suits, you know, with the Don Mattingly sideburns from 1987 halfway up their head in the cop haircut, feathered back, that have money, okay? The, the, the guys who, who, are, who look like they're wearing a suit from 1987 because that's when they were young and that's, that's the programming they have, okay? Guys with real money usually don't dress very well. Because one, they don't care, and two, they're they're too old to know what's fashionable. All right, a networking event is really just a bunch of striving losers selling each other on how successful they are. Okay, if if you've been there, I'm not trying to insult you. I mean, I've been there. I'm laughing about it, thinking about it now. You know, because I didn't realize at the time every guy was just like me, trying to sell, trying to sell you on on what he had going and and seeing what you had, and and no one has anything. Okay. No young guys have any money. 
right? And you don't need to partner with another with another guy who doesn't have any money, all right? You need to find a guy with money, and you're not going to find him there. You're not going to find him at these networking groups, most likely, all right? Number two, fellowship groups. So, like I said before, me and my sales buddy, back when I was in sales, decided, you know, hey, if we can't beat them, we might as well join them. And we got ourselves initiated as Freemasons. You know, I figured, okay, Illuminati Connections, that's what it's going to take for me to get into the $300,000 range in sales and to get my, you know, $300,000 in profit and get my book of business to the next level and... You know, I was like, fuck it, I'll join up with these guys. That's how that's how pissed off I was about not being successful. I was willing to 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 join up with the Freemasons and be like, fuck it, I'm trying every avenue. You know, I'm I'm going hard, I'm banging the phone all day, trying to get richer, and I'm sick of it, you know. <laughs> Little do I realize you can't get rich as an employee and most of the, the dreams that they sell you as a salesman are are garbage but at the time I figured all right if this is what it takes this is gonna get me the next level I'm, I'm gonna go all in now if we'd been p- willing to put in 10 years grinding I'm sure we would have seen something but you know after two years we realized we were getting nowhere all we did was memorize words for the ritual and then initiate new guys who gave the organization money and we realized we were just bitches, and we were going to be bitches for the next 10 years until we moved up into the master's chair, basically. And I guess that's when they sort of break things down for you. And, you know, at the end of the day, we had a lot of time invested, a lot of money invested. Every month, every week, the guys were asking me to memorize parts for the ritual, and that, that took up an, an extraordinary amount of time. Then you get the performance anxiety of performing the parts. It was a whole fucking thing. Now, at some of these lodges, there were some real hitters there, but you know, directly pitching these guys for favors was was very much frowned upon. You had to make a verbal agreement that you weren't there for any other reason except to learn about the organization. I mean, that was bullshit. Everyone was there for because it it helped their career to some way, but but outwardly pitching and outwardly outwardly selling at the events was was a no-no that would that would get you kicked out and and um we weren't going to do that anyways because the guys actually were super nice it was mostly guys in their 50s and 60s some of them had had real fucking money and some pretty high up positions you know in the banks and stuff like that but you know they certainly weren't weren't sharing that with us you know they were very nice um I can't say enough nice things about these guys. They treated you with with an incredible amount of respect for, um, you know, considering the, the differences between their positions in life and ours. You know, it, it really was that kind of an organization. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was, it was a lot of time. It was a lot of money. And, and I, you know, we, we just had enough after a couple of years. Same thing is going to go for your local church or your local synagogue or whatever you're into. I mean... Sure, you might be able to work if you're willing to make it work. If you're if you're willing to put five or ten years in, at you know a few meetings per week, but that's an expensive if. Okay, don't bother with these groups unless you actually like going to the meetings and you look at any benefits you might get from them as a bonus. Because the time and the money that that these things would take, again, much better to invest that into building your own business and selling your own business. Okay.
Next one is clubs. Um, a good example would be like the country club. You know, you might have heard it said in some 30-year-old business book that the best deals are done over golf and that you better learn how to play if you're serious about getting ahead. And maybe in the, in the 1950s, that's what you had to do. If you're living in a smaller, mid-sized town, you got to join the local country club and you got to join the local church, and that's how you get clients. But in 2016, that's not the way to go. Now, it might be true that you know, a lot of guys do business on the golf course. I'm sure a lot of the older guys, you know, do their business there. But they are not going to appreciate you, a young, hungry guy with no money. And maybe, you know, you're pitching your startup company that doesn't have any revenue, pulling up to the tee, you know, trying to pitch these guys over golf. That's not how, that's not how it works, okay? The truth is, you meet the guy at the golf club after you've met him somewhere else and, and you accept his invitation to golf if he offers, okay? And that if he's taking you golfing, you're already on, you know, good relationship footing and you've sold him somewhere else, okay? I've never had any, I've never had any client or any, any guy in business and, and invite me out for golf. You know, at the end of the day, it, it, it is not going to be worth it to join one of these clubs just for the networking purposes. My buddy back in Toronto has been a member of the most exclusive club for years. His parents are members. He's been a member his whole life. And he's never made a dime or a connection off of it. And he's he's had a sales-based business, but he was always, you know, too embarrassed to sell these the that is apparently quite frowned upon at the club, just like it would be in the Freemasons. You know, the old successful guys don't want to go to the country club where they relax and play golf and have some young, shameless dude come up to them and pitch them on whatever. Okay, my buddy goes to that club because he's a wasp and he likes doing white people things like sailing and playing squash with his white trust fund buddies. And the old guys with money usually stick to themselves. You know, there'll be some polite small talk, but that's going to be about it. So much like these fellowship groups, maybe if you put in five to ten years of getting to know these guys and, and really working them and really making them like you, you might be able to find some help. But again, unless you love going to the club, not the best use of your time and money. Next up, conferences. Now, conferences are actually the most useful thing on this list, but not if you're there to network. Okay, Between the guys you pay for the big booths and the speakers, there's you know, if it's a big conference for your industry, there's actually going to be guys, there's going to be decision makers there who can put money in your wallet, but it's not going to be from networking, okay? If you're going to the conference to network, you're doing it wrong. Networking means having pleasant conversations with non-decision makers in the hopes that something, sometime, somewhere, far off into the future is going to happen, okay? Instead, you're going to get 40 business cards from guys who aren't going to remember you the next day. I've been there, I've done it, it's a waste of time. Lastly, and this is not directly business networking, but I felt like I had to put it on this list because a lot of otherwise success, you know, young, hungry, intelligent guys get caught up in these causes. Maybe it's a sense of belonging or a sense of something you feel passionate for and you know, I feel very passionately for libertarian causes and, and 
you know, human freedom and stuff like that. But I'm not going to these events, okay? And I had to throw this in here because if you're broke, you don't have time to play activist, okay? You don't have the time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Do you own your own revenue stream that's going to comfortably pay for all your expenses in the next five years? If not, you don't have time to waste fucking around. You've got to get your financial security together or you're not going to feel comfortable in life. If you don't have any money, and this is even more important, you're also not going to change the world, okay? I can go to the Libertarian conferences all day, meet with hundreds of other guys, and none of us are going to do a damn thing, okay? Even with all the money and the connections in the world, getting a Libertarian candidate into American politics who's actually going to promote Libertarian policies is would be incredibly difficult, and the guy would probably end up with a bullet in his head. You know, the second he starts fucking with the banking system. That's the reality. Okay. And for guys like me, guys like you without like real serious fucking money, we're not going to change anything. So avoid these causes altogether. These are echo chambers for people who have an emotional reaction to an idea that they pretend is a rational belief. All right. I love the libertarian philosophy, but, you know, that is that is my emotional bias to it is that the best system for everyone in the world i don't know i you know there's so many variables that go into that okay something that i always keep an open mind in because at the end of the day when we're really being true with ourselves these political philosophies and ideologies is all bullshit okay we are self-interested beings and we act in our self-interest at all all times that's all i can tell you all I can give you is a personal philosophy on life in that I act in my self-interest at all times. So you can devote yourself to a cause when you have the money to make a difference, okay? A good example of that is Donald Trump. $10 billion in assets. That is the going rate for a seat at the table of change. He is running for president here in 2016 because he has a shitload of money and he doesn't and he's not beholden to any billionaires because he is the billionaire. All right? This is the first time we've ever seen that. And usually Obama or Bush they're going to be owned by two or three of these big guys or Goldman Sachs or whoever and they got to be a good boy and they got to toe the line and they got to they got to put the policy policies into place that their masters tell them to. Donald Trump doesn't have to do that. So he can say what he wants. He can do what he wants. And he's got the money to provide the security. And he's got the money to run on his own. And that's what it costs for just a seat at the table. Whether he gets elected or not, and whether he actually makes real change or not, is a whole different thing altogether. But that that amount of money is required just for a seat at the table of change. Okay, that's how hard it is to really change things in the world. And that's something you got to be aware of so that you don't get caught up in this stuff. Get caught up in your own life and making yourself happy and making money for yourself. Okay, if you if you listen to this and you're a young guy and you become fantastically wealthy at some point, amazing. You can do great things in the world. But for, until that point, you are not going to make any real kind of change. So forget going to these groups and forget networking at these events and, and, and getting yourself involved in all this shit, all right? So, 
at this point, you must be wondering, well, how do I actually get paid? Okay. First, build or get something of value. That means build a valuable business or work for a company selling something of value. Without building or getting something of value, it's impossible to get paid. Whether it's building your own website or selling your services as a real estate agent, you are fulfilling demand and therefore putting a price tag on your solution. In business, you're only as good as the value you bring. And the second you stop being valuable, you go out of business. Number two, take that value and sell it directly to your customers. Once you have something of value, the most effective way to get paid is to sell it directly to your customers. Not networking, selling, okay? That means cold calls, face-to-face meetings, Google AdWords, writing articles, writing sales pages, whatever the most effective means for your product is, do that and do it well. For my industry, my website cold calling is pointless and AdWords doesn't cover the cost of my books. So the only move for me is to attract traffic through providing value in my articles and through writing great sales pages. Every article I write in every audio and every video I do, I look at it as a sales tool. Okay, I'm selling you on solving a particular problem in your life. I'm selling you on a particular way to add value to your life. And when I do that and I'm successful, then I've sold myself as an authority. And the more times you read my articles and the more times I'm able to convince you of myself as an authority, the more you buy into me and the more likely you are to buy one of my products to recommend my site to other people and the higher I rank in the Google algorithm, okay? Now let's say you have a product that you wanna sell online. Let's say you wanna do the drop shipping thing. If your product's over $150, then Facebook and AdWords is going to be profitable for you. Or potentially profitable. The reason I don't use AdWords is my ebooks are not large enough to cover the cost of the AdWords. But if you're around 150 or over $200, chances are AdWords is going to work for you. The Facebook geo-targeted ads are going to work for you. And if you're drop shipping products, this is probably going to be your main move. It'll be harder to attract people to your site through traffic, although it's it, it can be worth a shot. The blog might be useful. But that is probably going to be your main move if you're strictly selling products online. And lastly, let's say you have a location-dependent service-based business, and you've read my article on that and, and maybe watched the video or listened to the audio. Then cold calling is going to be your bread and butter. Okay, yes, cold calling is still the best sales tool in the world. It In 2016, it is still the best tool in the world, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. From when I started cold calling, people were telling me in a few years that no one's going to be doing this anymore because the internet and all that, and that just hasn't happened because there are so many people. I mean, so many people still have landlines and shit. I mean, it is, it is not... The phone is not just going to dry up and die all of a sudden, okay? Um, cold emailing works, and for some industries, that is the main move, but it is not nearly as powerful. It's not nearly as powerful as getting someone on the line and persuading them, like, you know, using their vo- using your voice, just like I am persuading you right now with my voice. That is 
a much more powerful tool and you can use all kinds of techniques and email is very easy to ignore, okay? So you have a service, you're selling real estate or whatever, pounding the phone, pitching the meat, closing in person, that's what it's all about. You can add AdWords or Facebook ads into that for your region, but that is the base of your sales method. So you've got different methods for whether you're selling a blog, whether you're selling products online, or whether you're selling a location-dependent service-based business, but you are selling directly to your customers, okay? Not networking, selling. Finally, number three on your reasons to on how to really get paid is use select events to sell decision makers directly, okay? So when we're talking about networking events, I said that there's a couple ways to make these work for you, but it is not through networking. It is through selling directly. If you're in B2B sales, business to business sales, you can you can make the important events for your industry work for you, but you have to be there with the intention of selling decision makers, not networking with nobodies, okay? This is a really good way to get FaceTime with guys who never answer their phone. You know, when you, if you're doing corporate sales, you know it might take six months to get a hold of the guy who actually signs the fucking checks, all right? And the 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 big event is a good way to get in front of this guy. Let him see your face. Let him hear your ideas in person. Let manage his objections in person. You know, it's a great way to, to get around all his minions who are, you know, cock-blocking you at every turn. Um what what that means though is that you get the event list you know you go on the website you get the list of people who are going to be there you know you know you've done your research online you know who the vp of marketing is or whoever you need to pitch for that company you know who's going to be at the booth and by the time the event comes you have a list of of everyone that you want to pitch there okay you know you know the you know the names of the the major decision makers at all the companies that are going to be there you have an a guess of which guys are going to show up if there's a specific list of guys even better and you are going to pitch every single one of them all right when i used to do this for ad sales i'd have like 30 guys that i have to pitch and i had and i I would cross them off my list so like it'd be a two-day conference and i'm the whole time i'm just you know like a shark you know I smell blood. Okay, that's that guy over there. All right, I'm checking name tags. All right, I got to go pitch that guy. And it's not fun, all right? Not fun at all. I'm there to sell. I've got my list. I've got tasks to do. I'm not there to have pleasant conversations. And a lot of times, even at these conferences, it's hard to get a hold of the decision maker. So, like, I'm grabbing the CEO on the way to the the washroom during his break from one of his speeches or I'm pitching him in front of all his VPs at his company Christmas party. I mean like shameless, uncomfortable, unfun selling. But that is what gets your message across, all right? That is what the guy is going to remember. He's going to be like, oh yeah, the guy with with that ad and, and he's going to get me a feature in the magazine. And what do you know? The next day, his people actually answer your phone calls right? For the first time in six months, they're like, oh yeah, sorry about that miscommunication. Uh, you know, we're thinking that maybe maybe we are interested in your services or whatever, all right? You're going to know that you're not selling or you're going to know that you're selling and not networking because you feel like a social violator. Networking is fun. Having a pleasant conversation with 
you know, a non-decision maker who's around the same age as you and talking about sports or whatever the fuck, that's fun. It makes you feel like, you know, you're at a business conference, you're a professional guy, you're, 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 you're doing it, but you're really not. You're really not doing anything, okay? Now, most of the time with these decision makers, it's better to call them during business hours, okay? But, like I said, this is a great way to get around being cock-blocked by his people. And every conference that I've been to, I got deals out of because I was there to sell. Now, that's for B2B. If you're in B2C, business to consumer, there are, or at least there were in Toronto, some salesman-specific events where selling is actually encouraged. These are much smaller. These are usually usually like uh, meetup groups. And they'll have salesmen from different industries where everyone is sort of encouraged to pick up new clients from the, from the group. So they'll have one guy who does real estate, one guy who does insurance, one guy who does currency, and they each agree to take each other on as a client. So I had a buddy who was a commercial, you know, back when I was a commercial currency broker, he got a few clients from this networking thing. So he'd be like, okay, you get your company to sign up with me as a currency broker and I'll use you when I'm, when I'm, selling my condo or whatever all right that's how it that's how it works it was sort of a i scratch your back you scratch mine type deal and selling's encouraged so that's actually a, a decent route to go if you've got that in your city and it's actually a lot more comfortable than than you know pitching guys at a conference with that said uh those are sort of the to be looked at as the bonus for you know the the meat and potato, you know, the dessert for the meat and potatoes of, of your business, which is the direct phone sales or the AdWords or, or whatever it is, is getting, is getting you results every single day. The, you know, those one-offs can be good, uh, but they are not the majority of what you, sh- what you should be doing. All right. If you can, if you can even get a few de- deals out of the conference, you've done well, but you got to be able to judge if it's going to be worth the ticket price. So some of these conferences are like three, four hundred dollars, and you got to you got to be able to think, okay, I can, I need to be able to get two grand to justify my time for going to one of these things. And you know, just like in all things in sales, so you know, even your usually your best leads are going to go nowhere, right? So even if you're going to like a conference and you got all the decision makers and you got your pitch and you got your objections and you got your Fenibit to help you relax and you're going hard as a motherfucker, you know, 10, 12 hours for each of those days, most of those leads are going to go nowhere, okay? Most of those leads aren't going to pan out. And that's when you're going hard as hell. So how on earth could you go to a conference pleasantly network and think that something's just going to fall into your lap, right? It's hard enough when you're going hard. You think you're just going to go network and have something fall into your lap? No, never, 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 never going to happen, all right? Fuck out of here with that. (laughs) So here's the conclusion. Networking is for guys who don't have the balls to go get what they want, okay? I'm not trying to insult you. But I've been there too. I've been there and I, I got the wrong advice. I listened to these fucking, you know, shitty business books or whatever. Sell the fuck out of something of value. And forget about finding a mentor. Forget about finding some magical VC money for your unprofitable startup. Forget about that dream job. 
Forget about getting something for nothing because you're a nice guy and you hover around the right people at the right party. No one cares about you except for your mom and maybe your close friends and maybe your girlfriend. And that's it. No one's going to reach out their hand to help because you're a nice guy they met at a party. Why would they, right? Instead, people are going to see that and it's going to make you a target for, you know, self-improvement scams and, you know, buying into shitty products like The Secret, okay? I hate that stuff. There's an entire industry built on peddling false hope around you. Don't buy in, all right? Don't buy into that shit. You got to work hard. You got to do the uncomfortable things to sell. You really got to put yourself out there. But when you do that, you actually get results. Okay, in business, you're lucky just to find guys who won't fuck you over, let alone someone's going to help you. You know, someone someone who's going to go out of their way to help you for nothing. If some guy is offering you some kind of thing for nothing, you got to you got to be wary about why he's doing that. All right. Maybe you're a young, good looking guy and he wants to get you into bed. (laughs) You know, now I'm not saying people aren't going to help you in life. I don't want you to develop a really cynical attitude, but the people that are going to help you are your close friends. Okay. My close buddies have let me sleep on their couch when I needed a place to stay, helped me get a shitty job to get me between months where I was really broke. You know, one buddy lied on my references as a salesman, you know, to get me like a better job. Incredible guys, guys who I'll never forget what they did. But those are close friends, okay? Not some striving fucking hustler that I met at a, at a, a networking event who could not give a fuck about me, all right? Your close friends will help you. Your mom will help you. Your girlfriend will help you. That's going to be about it, and, and that's the reality. So networking with no concrete objectives and expecting something in return is a fool's errand. All it's going to do is increase your social obligations and decrease the size of your bank account. If you want money or freedom or women, you have to have something of value, okay? You have to be valuable or make yourself valuable or make something of value or work for a company that's that has something of value, and then you have to sell the fuck out of it. And selling means... Closing deals, not having some pleasant conversation with Johnny Jerkoff at the hotel bar, all right? Closing deals means you know what you're pitching, you know who you're pitching, you know how much, and you are there to fucking close, okay? You are there with the intention to close and to make money, not for some fantasy thing to happen maybe five years down the road. If you're having a comfortable, pleasant conversation, you're networking, and you're networking with a guy who's not a decision maker because decision maker is not going to have a long conversation with some guy he doesn't know. He's too fucking busy for that, okay? Now, I know you might have some guy who got lucky at a party and some job dropped on his lap, but that's a fucking job. You don't want to work a job anyways. You want to build a business. You want to make money for yourself, Think about how much time that guy had to spend and how much money he had to spend on memberships and drinks and food. All that time and money should be spent on building your business and selling your own business. I live in Thailand. There's all kinds of these digital nomad conferences and networking things, which I don't go to because they're not going to make me money. They're going to cost me money. Okay. The only way that I could possibly make money from something like this is if I met... If I knew that there's going to be a guy there who's going to be making 
who makes more money online than me and he has more than 150,000 visitors a month and he's a big name blogger and I have a partnership or I have something that I can sell him on. Not just, hey man, your stuff's great. Can you tell me how to make more money? Because he's not gonna he's not gonna waste any time with me. Okay? There there is no incentive for me. And unless you are selling something of value, there's gonna be no incentive for you to go to these things. All right. Funny thing is though, when you have something of value, people reach out to you. Every week, you know, I get pitched by a couple people who want my services for something. Most of the time, they're pitching me on something for nothing, right? They're, they're reaching out to me because I've built a valuable blog, or at least I hope I have. I hope that you guys feel that way. But uh, when I had nothing of value, no one was reaching out to me, and no one cared about me. I, I promise you that, <laughs> okay? And the way that I did that was look at every article of mine. Look at what I'm talking to you about right now, all right? I am trying to solve a problem in your life. Okay, I'm trying to find a pain point. I'm trying to find a solution. And I'm trying to add value, okay? I'm not giving you a rambling diatribe about my feelings for that day or about philosophical ideas or about politics. All of the shit that I'm interested in, okay, I'm interested in talking about that stuff, but that doesn't add direct value to your life, okay? I want to solve a problem with every single article, every audio, and every video I do, and I want it to be the best the best one out there. If you are searching for how to get better with women or how to get laid online, I want to have the best solution for you. I want you to read it and say, this guy's the best. That's, that is my goal with every single article I write, every book I write, the best, okay, the most valuable. Because I know that you guys don't give a fuck about my feelings. My feelings aren't going to pay your rent. My feelings aren't going to get you laid. My feelings aren't going to um, get you on a mission in life, all right? The second I stop providing that value, I'm out of business, all right? I add value to, to your life. I make money. If I don't, I I go broke. And that that is the reality of all business, Okay. So that's what I try and do with my site is build, make it as valuable as possible and then I sell it to you. Every article, every, every audio, every video I'm doing is a sales tool, okay? What I'm selling you on is a solution to a particular problem, okay? The problem you're having is you're trying to get ahead in life and maybe you're trying to network and I'm telling you don't do that, sell instead. I've got a four-part guide on sales. I've got you know how to do a service-based business. And in that way, I'm trying to give you the best possible solution for a guy who's looking to make money and, and who's, who's looking to do it with a realistic attitude. And that does a few things for me. That solves your problem, that solidifies me as an authority and solidifies my site as an authority website that you are going to recommend to your friends that you might come back to and... If you like my articles enough and you see enough value, then that is going to make you more likely to purchase one of my products because I've developed a trust with you where you know that I'm going to give you something of quality. And that is also going to increase my Google ranking because you're going to visit articles. You might repost on Facebook. You might tell your buddies about it. And bit by bit, person by person, that increases the value of my site. Okay, so I view every article, every audio, every video as a sales tool on both 
adding value, solving a problem in your life, and selling myself as an authority. And the second I stop being able to add value to you, I'm out of business. That's why I don't worry about copycats or any other thing like that. I just focus on providing as much fucking value as I can, and then I sell it to you guys on my sales pages, and that's it. Okay, in sales, it was I'm selling commercial currency or I'm selling ads and I'm making 100 phone calls a day and I'm hammering the phone and I'm, and I'm going nuts on, on the phone and, and, and meeting people in person. And that's what it's all about, okay? That is how you actually get paid, not, not from networking. So the moral of the story is have something of value, sell it, and get rid of time wasters. This applies the same to a potential client in business as it does to a potential fuck buddy on Tinder. If you're not selling, you're wasting your time. So leave the leave the networking to the amateurs. That's it, guys. I want to thank you again for listening or watching. And as always, I wish you all the best.